What's going on, everybody? This is Bobby Mack with the Jumbo XL Podcast, motherfuckers! What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number six, number six of the Jumbo XL Podcast. Hmm. Hope everyone's been doing well, been doing good. Um, you know, I got a lot of good news coming up. Uh, so I'm actually going to, so I've, let me, let me back up. Okay. So fucking a, um, so I've been taking a break off of stand up comedy for quite some time now. Um, but I'm actually going to get back into it, uh, right as, uh, the month of May ends going into June, um, hopping back on that stage behind the mic, ladies and gentlemen, that's right from behind the mic. You're going to see Bobby Mack up there. You can catch me at some of the open mics. Uh, I'm testing out some new shit. Uh, I got some new material uh, that I'm working on that I've been writing and I've been trying to kind of play out and whatnot here at the house. You know, I've been telling some jokes to some buddies, you know, seeing how they take it, seeing how some other people take these jokes. Um, a lot of it, I will tell you right now, a lot of it's really offensive. I mean, I'm not going to fucking lie. Like, it's really fucking offensive. But, I mean, again, I'm not trying to be... And you know what? I, I, I've i said it before on this show. Like, I'm not trying to be an asshole. Like, I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm not trying to be anything else, you know, other than, you know, I got some jokes that I want to work out. And, hey, fuck it. This is how it's going to go. And like I said, you know, I mentioned this before in the podcast as well is that, hey, look, if you don't like that brand of comedy, fucking don't, don't listen. Don't watch. Don't go. You know, but I will tell you this much. If you go on open mic, you're going to hear some fucking stupid shit. You're going to hear some fucking dumb shit when you go to open mic. I mean, because there's people out there trying to work shit out. Or you got the guy that fucking, he just started, or there, or sorry, not guy, because I don't want to be discriminatory against male, female, transgender, non-binary, kin fairies, or whatever the fuck you are out there. It's just, look, you're going to hear these people. Okay, and they're going to be fucking bombing the shit out of their set. Um, but yeah, definitely. Uh, but there is one thing, you know, that I, that one thing I can't really stand so much about, about the comedy scene here, here in San Antonio, uh, Texas, for those of you who don't know, uh, San Antonio, Texas, is that uh, it's very cliquish. It's a very cliquish deal. Like, if you're not, you, you know, it, it, you, you have to be part of the group. You know, not as the comedy community as a whole. They got certain, you know, certain people that only do comedy with certain people. There's certain comedians that'll only talk to other comedians, you know, certain comedians. Like, they don't want to, I mean, I don't know. I just always feel like collaboration is your best asset. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a upcoming comedian and you got some good jokes, you just don't know how to work them. You know, talking with that veteran and him you know, teaching you how to do things and, you know, y'all talking and networking and, so, you know, and the shit like that. Like, to me, that's the best way to get started. I mean, that's, I mean, that's how you help each other in, you know, in the stand-up community. But a lot of people don't fucking want, especially here, especially here in San Antonio, people don't want to do that shit. You know, people are too worried about, you know, trying to make it out themselves. I mean, which I don't, I mean, I can't really blame because I said in the last episode, you know, that, you know, the comedy scene here in San Antonio is tough. It's not like you can start out here in San Antonio and next thing you know, you're fucking, you know, making millions like Gabriel Iglesias and shit. I mean, can it happen? Yeah, I mean, I mean, absolutely. But, you know, I mean, it's fucking rare because I can tell you right now, I know I know some comedians from here that, that do stand-up and they're, like, fucking hilarious. If you like, okay, for example, if you've never heard of Blair Thompson... 
Blair Thompson is fucking, oh my God, dude. He is so fucking funny. He's so fucking funny. And you know what? I have yet to see this dude like on an HBO special or a fucking Netflix, or a Netflix special. God damn it. Dude, my dog can get a special on Netflix. That's why they're giving everybody specials, man. Fucking handing them out. People I never even fucking heard. Like, who was it one guy? Um, he was a bigger chubby guy with a beard. It wasn't Burt Kreischer, okay? Uh, it was um, some, uh, I want to say he was like uh, from India or some shit like that. I never even fucking heard of this guy, right? Like, I never even fucking heard of him ever, anywhere. I never seen him in a fucking movie. I never seen him in a commercial. I never fucking heard a joke, I, you know, anywhere. And all of a sudden now he's got his own fucking Netflix special. What in the flying fuck, dude? Like, really? Are you shitting me? Like, they're giving Netflix specials to fucking any, to any and everybody. Except for some people, you know, that really, really deserve it. Or, I mean, I think deserve it. Again, this is all my opinion, guys. You gotta understand. Everything I say on this podcast is my opinion. And it ain't worth a fucking shit in the shithole. Because, I mean, <laughs> I don't know anything about anything, really, to be honest with you. I mean, I know some shit about... See, look, this is funny, because this is what I was trying to tell my wife, you know, one day. I was like, look, I don't know a lot about... Like, I, I'm not an expert in one particular area. But I know a little bit about everything. Like, you know, like, I know a little bit about enough shit. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like, I, I definitely don't, like, you know claim to spend like like i'm not like a, a comedy guru or a comedy expert or i have a phd in 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 what's funny because you know what's funny is different to everybody you know what i mean like what i think is hilarious like i think lowbrow comedy is to me is fucking hilarious right but my wife thinks it's fucking stupid uh crudeness i think crudeness is fucking funny my wife thinks it's fucking stupid so you know, comedy is different to everybody. I mean, it's 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 not one way or you know, it's not just one blanket thing. When you say comedy or stand up, it's not the same thing. You know, that's why there's so many different comedians. But but fuck, man, like Netflix, chill the fuck out, dude. Give a lot of these fucking no namer specials, right? I mean, goddamn. But I'll tell you one thing: Netflix has kind of done right. Um, if you haven't seen it yet. Check out, uh, there's a new show on Netflix. Uh, it's called Black Summer. It's a zombie show. And for the fuck of sake of yes, they finally done a zombie show the right way. My hat's off to you, Netflix. It is a fucking great show. And, I'm, and look, let me tell you why. And every fucking zombie show, movie, whatever the fuck it is, there's always the same archetypes, okay? It's the same fucking thing over and over. There's the military guy. There's a person that knows, like, you know, nursing skills or that was a nurse or that was in, worked in a hospital. And then there's the fucking, you know, uh, different saying. It, it's, it's, it's all the same type of fucking character. Even in the video games. The video games are the same fucking thing. Look at Left 4 Now, look, I love Left 4 Dead. That's what, like, Left 4 Dead on Xbox is my fucking jam. That is my shit. But they have the same fucking art. They have the same fucking characters. If they have the same, they have the military guy, they got the bad boy biker. And this is in uh, left for dead one, 
right? They got the girl, and then they got the token black guy. And then if you look at Left 4 Dead 2, kind of almost the same thing. They got one black guy. Um, they have uh, the, the they have the girl. Then they have like the rich guy or the you know kind of the fancy guy. So it's it's always these same fucking archetypes. But in the show Black uh, Black Summer, um, they don't have that. It's fucking great. Now, okay, if you look at the trailer or if you look at it, you'll see a guy in a military uniform. I don't want to spoil it. I'm not trying to give spoilers, okay? But he's not in the military, okay? He, he actually jacked that military uniform from somebody uh, that was trying to hold him captive, and he used it to, um, I guess, further advance. So, like the, so from what I get from the whole thing is that the whole, the, the whole show, now I'm not done watching it, but the premise of the whole show is there's a main character, okay? And the main character is, I can't remember her name to save my life right now, but she's the, if you remember that movie White Chicks, okay? Remember the, do you remember like the two, like like the two bad girls? Like, uh, remember one was Brandy from Joe Dirt? Okay, the other one. She's the main character, okay? She's the main character in this story. And uh, the whole deal is that uh, they're trying to make it to this, uh, this stadium, I guess, where there's, where I guess, where, where everyone's safe. And I don't know where exactly this is taking place, like in what city or what town or what state or whatever. Um, I haven't, I haven't grasped that yet. But anyway, so, but they meet different people along the way. There's no, like, there's, there's no, like, the military guy. Uh, there's no, like, oh, this person, will, you know, this person was a nurse or, you know, or, or, or the rich guy that has, you know, the resources or, you know, whatever. Or, oh, I have a, I have a, a yacht that we could take and get away from the zombies. It's like, no, there, there's none of that. These are all just fucking regular ass people that are trying to survive the beginning of the zombie apocalypse. And let me tell you something, dude, it is great. It, it is fucking awesome. It's a great fucking show. I mean, if you haven't seen it yet, you got to watch it. Now, the way they do it, just that way you're not totally confused. Because I mean, I like, I kind of got confused a little bit when I first started watching it because of the way they have it is like, so they they show you these uh, these characters, right? And with these characters, they kind of show you their story on how they kind of got, you know, into the whole situation. And as you watch it, each new character that, that they introduce was actually seen in the story from the from the previous characters. Okay, so like for example, there's this one where there's a. Uh, um, this uh, this character, uh, what's his name? I think his name was Ryan. I think um, he's he's deaf, right? So they show kind of like a uh, like his uh, his point of view, where he can't really hear what's going on, but he sees everything, uh, and then like he kind of looks around and sees like these things happening, right? Uh, he sees this girl laying down, like like bleeding on the ground. So he goes up to her, checks on her, and then she dies, right? Okay. So now they're going to go to the story about that girl that just got hit by a car or sorry, I think it was by a truck or a van or something. She got hit by a vehicle and she's laying down in the middle of the street bleeding. And then she sees this dude come up and check on her. So like all the stories, they, they, they so like all the characters stories, they all kind of weave together. That's kind of how they do it in the beginning. But uh, yeah, but it's a great fucking show, man. Like if you haven't seen uh black summer it's a great fucking show it's a great zombie uh a great zombie show i mean honestly look i'll be honest with you man it beats the walking dead okay fuck the walking dead i don't care you can call me on my bullshit with that but the walking dead i'm i'm so sick of that bullshit i'm so sick of walking dead i mean goddamn 
it, it is so fucking slow, number one. Number two, like, okay, I get leaving with, like, cliffhangers and stuff like that, like, to keep you in suspense, but it is fucking ridiculous, man. Like, and then you have to wait a whole nother six years before the other one, before, you know, before the other one comes out. It's, it's kind of like the way they did, uh, what is it, uh, what is that fucking show? Game of Thrones. My, uh, my wife's all into that fucking show, okay? Now, it doesn't grab my interest, man. You know, like, okay, like... It was funny because she even asked me, she was like, she's like, I don't know how you don't like it. She's like, it has to deal with, with, you know, fucking, you know, history and killing. Well, not, that's not real history, but, but with killing and their sex and all this stuff. She's like, how do you not like it? There was like, what, like one or two maybe sex scenes that were even maybe kind of worth anything. Um, other than that, it was fucking terrible. Um, I thought it was going to be like straight up, like every episode, someone's banging somebody. That's what I was thinking. Like, it's going to be like tits out the whole nine yards. You know what I mean? But no, no, none of that. There's that one where, uh, I think it, it was it. Yeah. Is it Jason, uh, uh, Jason Momoa is banging the dragon lady, whatever. Like, and he's banging her doggy style. Like that, that's, I mean, that's cool. You know, that's, that's real cool. Uh, but other than that, I mean, I, I, I fucking just, I, I lose interest in it so, so quickly, you know? And then like, and then because I lose interest in stuff so quick, like, okay, so here's, here's another example. Uh, so she started watching, uh, on, uh, on the Hulu, she started watching prison break. Now, again, I'm not saying it's a bad show. I'm not saying that I, but you know what? I just feel like when you start binging, like when you really start binge watching, for me, it just gets so fucking boring, dude. Like, it gets so boring. Not not that the show is boring. I mean, it just, it, I don't know, to me, it just becomes boring, you know? Because, um, like I said, I do like a little cliffhanger every now and then, you know what I mean? But I, I think, like I said, every now and then, not every fucking episode, like the fucking Walking Dead does, you know? And it's like, it just gets on my goddamn nerves, man, you know? But hey, whatever. I don't make these shows. I don't make millions doing them. So who the fuck am I to say anything, right? I mean, that's just my opinion. And I am entitled to have my opinion, as all Americans do. That's right, America. So, anyway. <laughs> you know what's fucking funny? Like, you know, talking all this shit, like, America this, America that. My uh, my mother-in-law, bless her heart, dude, my mother-in-law, she got me a... Uh, well, okay, so my father-in-law and my mother-in-law went up to uh, Washington, D.C., and they did the whole tour thing. And bless her heart, dude, like, she got me a gift. And the gift was a mag MAGA or MAGA hat, okay? It's not the red one, okay? It's a white one that says, Make America Great Again in Black Stitch. It's, it's funny. I think it's funny because, you know, I'm totally kind of, like, really the, I mean, the opposite of that, kind of. I mean, you know, I, look, look, I am, I always consider myself to be Republican conservative. I mean, that's just how I am. However, however... I'm not like the extremist where it's like, oh, fucking America, get rid of all the Mexicans. And that's not how I am. I mean, shit, my mom's Mexican. I can't take her back. She's already here. You know what I mean? I mean, fuck, I need someone to make me breakfast. <laughs> I don't fucking live with my mom anymore. I haven't lived with my mom forever. Although I probably would move back. I mean, it's, it's, it's not a bad deal. You know what I mean? I mean, it honestly wouldn't be a bad deal. But I just don't want to be that 40-year-old guy in the back you know, in his room screaming at his mom, Mom, I want chocolate milk. You <laughs> Maybe some pancakes. Dude, I, oh my God, man. But, you know, I, I, I will be honest, man. Like, my mom, my mom spoiled me so much, man. Like, especially when I was younger. 
you know, my see, look, my parents didn't have a lot of money. I don't come from money, okay? I'm, a, you know, I never wore anything with name brands. All my shit was from fucking Solo Serve, Walmart, fucking well, Goodwill, whatever. Like, I never had anything fancy, right? I never. Had, I mean, I had nice clothes. I mean, they were they were nice because they were clean and they're ironed and they were pressed. You know, all that good stuff. Like, but I never had like, you know, like name brand shit. Like, I didn't get my first name brand of anything until. I was about, I was 13 years old and that's when my foot grew to a size 14 and I had to get a pair of Nikes because they didn't make fucking ponies in a size 14 or they didn't make, you know, off-brand British Knights. They were something like, like Scottish Knights or some shit. I don't even fucking remember, you know what I mean? And, um, but you know, I had to get Nikes in because that's the only thing that made my fucking size. But you know my mom always spoiled me in the sense of like, you know, she would, you know, make sure I always had food. And, you know, she always made sure that like, like if I, I don't know, she'd ask me like, Hey, what do you want to eat dinner tonight? Or like, or like, what would you want for dinner? And if I, my, my fat ass, like, Oh, I want pancakes. My mom would fucking make pancakes. It's fucking awesome. It's fucking great. Like I knew my, I'm like, there was, there was no doubt that my parents loved me. Like, you know what I mean? Growing up, there's a lot of people, oh, I don't know if my parents really love me. Like I knew my parents loved me. I mean, because even though they didn't have money, they, they, they gave in so much other ways. You know what I mean? Like my mom, like I said, she'd wash my clothes. She would do all this stuff, you know, and always kind of make sure I was taken care of. And even though, like I said, she didn't spend money on me and like, we, we didn't really go. I mean, shit, dude, we didn't go on vacations when I was a kid. Like, I don't remember going to like, you know, vacation. Yeah. You know, you know, like our, our parents, you know, like. Like, oh, so, so, so we lived in Europe, right? My dad was military. So we grew up over there. I, I, I grew up overseas. So like, yeah, we would like go, you know, we, we lived in Germany. Of course we'd take, you know, a train over to France, you know, whatever this and that, but it wasn't like we'd go and stay in this fancy resort and do all this whole fucking sandals vacation, you know, none of that shit. But I mean, Hey, it, like I said, I knew I was loved and you know, that's the kind of shit that I'm trying to pass on to my son. You know, let him know that he's loved in other ways than just buying him a bunch of shit. Hint, hint out to people who out there just trying to buy their babies all kind of shit. They don't even fucking know what you got. They don't, they don't even know what a fucking Tommy Hilfiger is. Is that even a, a, a good thing now? Or is that even so popular, Tommy Hilfiger? I don't know. Who gives a fuck? Anyway, I'm not saying hint, hint to anybody specific, but I'm just saying show your kids how much you love them in other ways other than just buying them shit to shut them up. You know what I'm saying? Well, again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. Please take care of yourselves and each other.